Hey, welcome to the Victory Family Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome Cranberry hey Campus. Welcome Newcastle, Meadville, and those of you online. We love you. We are one church, multiple locations. It's so awesome to be in the house of God and get into the things of God today. I want to tell you, welcome to the family. The moment that you came through those doors, no matter your age, welcome to the family. You belong here and your family. I'm Pastor Ben, and this is my wonderful wife, Alyssa. Hey, everybody. We are so excited to be with you guys this morning. If you don't know who we are, we get the privilege of overseeing our next gen ministries, which is birth to 30 years old. And we just wanted to thank Pastor John and Miss Michelle for developing us and developing next gen leaders. We've had so many opportunities over these last eight years, but we also wanted to thank you as a church because without you guys, we would not be able to develop and grow this next generation leaders. Let's give it up for you guys. And so today we want to talk to you about being the influencers that God has called you to be and sharing what Jesus has already given to us. So I'm going to ask you guys to turn with us to Luke 4, Luke 4. And while you're opening your Bibles, we always want to encourage you to take notes because as our students know, know note takers are... There you go, there you go. And while you guys are going to Luke 4, we have a little interactive activity that I need your help with. Are you guys going to participate with me? Oh, wait, are you going to participate with me? Yeah, yeah, there we go, there we go. So what we're going to do is we're going to show a picture on the screen, and this is happening at every campus, so each campus shout it out, and whenever that picture comes up, I need you to shout out the name of who's on the screen. You guys ready? Are you ready? There we go, there we go. Okay, let's hit it. Taylor Swift, awesome, awesome. Mr. Beast, okay, the kids know that one. Okay, awesome. Tom Brady, you guys got it. Yeah, Blippi. Yes, last one was Oprah. So right now, under your seat, you're going to find brand new keys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Some of you guys got that one. And so what do all these people have in common? Why do you know who they are? They're influencers. They're people who are famous. They're on TV. They sing. They're somewhere that somebody and thousands of people get to see them. The definition of an influencer is a person who inspires or guides the actions of others. And so our culture has told us this lie that you have to be like that in order to impact the people around you, in order to impact this world. But kingdom culture is the opposite because God has called each of his children to be an influencer. He's called each of you who is listening right now, who is watching to influence the community that is around you. And so this isn't something that we do for our own glory, for our own benefit, but we do it to impact the kingdom of God, to help bring people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We represent his kingdom and we have the ability to influence somebody else's eternity to give them the very thing that God has already given us. So Luke chapter four, are you ready? Somebody say yes if you're ready. 
So Luke chapter four, this is about Jesus right here. This is red letters. He is speaking and he's referencing Isaiah 61. It's actually written about himself by Isaiah and Jesus is quoting it. Let's read together Luke four. Watch what it says as it comes up on the screen. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So let me just give you a picture here of what's happening. Jesus is grabbing the scroll and he's reading from from the, the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah 61. And as he begins to read, he starts off talking about what God has mandated, the mandate on his life and what that is. And I wanna tell you today, that God has a mandate on your life. So he says that the spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me to do some things. I wanna tell you that God has anointed you to do some things. And he reads Isaiah 61, he says, the spirit of God is upon me because he's anointed me to do some things. What has he anointed me to do? To proclaim and preach the good news to poor people, whether they're poor financially, whether they're bankrupt spiritually or bankrupt emotionally. He says that God has anointed me and he's given me this mandate to declare good news to poor people, to heal the brokenhearted. Maybe you've had a broken heart in life. Can I tell you a few times when, when I, we've, and when I've had a broken heart, I remember when Mila, our oldest, was born. When she was born, she, she actually was born with pneumonia. And so it was a very serious moment inside our family and in our, in our household because we weren't sure if she was going to make it. She was inside the NICU for, for a very long time. Also, I remember way back when, when I was in high school and, you know, when you would fall in love, you know, and so, and, and you would, you would date and I, I remember earmuffs, honey. And so I, you know, the one, you know, and you would find the one and, but the one they is right me. here. Thank you, Jesus. And so, uh, but many times where I've had a broken heart and I want to tell you that anytime you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four gospels, they are there for you now. They're there for you now. And Jesus is sharing with us something that we are all called to do through Christ Jesus. And you are the influencers God wants to use right now. Whether you're 80 years old, whether you're, you're 50 years old, 30 years old, or, or five, you're, you're, maybe you're five in the room. We carry on Jesus's mandate as believers, as disciples. That's what we are called to do. And that's such an amazing, amazing privilege that you and I, we get the opportunity to do the same things that Jesus was called to do. And so our first thought for you guys today is that we are all, say all, we are all called to be influencers. No matter where you're at, no matter what you look like, no matter what your personality is, no matter what your occupation is, no matter your age, we are all called to be influencers. Matthew five fourteen through 16, it says this. It says, you, say you. You. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew says, you, he's talking to you. He's not just talking to pastors or people who are famous or people who have a platform, but he's saying you right now, you are called to be the light of the world. So much so 
know that you give light to all who are around you. It says, let your light so shine before men. He is talking to you. There's not a select few who are called to be influencers, but everybody who is a Christian is called to influence the people around them. You know, we each have been put in, in this time in the place that we live, in our community, in our workplace, in our schools, so that we can influence the people that are there. Pastor John's not there with you. John and Lisa Bevere are not there with you. It is you that is there. So we cannot wait for somebody else to do it because God has hand-selected you to be in that place, in your families, in your workplace, in your communities, to do his work there. It's not just pastors, but it is every single member of the body. God has called you, not anybody else. You don't need a platform to do this. You don't need a ton of money. You can just start with something small. Just because it's small does not mean it's insignificant. You can start by buying somebody a cup of coffee. That coworker who you know is going through a divorce, you can be a listening ear to them and be there for them. You can offer to pray for somebody. You can send an encouraging text. For those who are younger in the room, you can shut down gossip at the locker. You can buy somebody lunch who maybe can't afford it. Or your friend who fell at the playground, you can go and make sure that they're hurt. This is something that you start now, not later, but today. I know whenever I first started coming here, something you guys might not know about me is that I'm naturally shy and quiet and introverted. This is very much against my nature. And when I was coming here, I was also going to our young adult ministry, which was called 19 North at the time. And on that particular night, we had service, and then they called everybody forward to get prayer. And so I went up to a prayer partner. She was a woman that was just doing, you know, her normal prayer partner duties. And I went to her, and as she was praying over me, she began to prophesy. And she told me that I was called to be God's mouthpiece, that God had called me to minister to people at this capacity and in that moment, I thought, there's no way. I didn't know that I was called to ministry. I didn't even know him yet. Like, I had no idea what my future looked like. But in that moment, she planted a seed so that I knew and it helped to propel me to where I'm at today. And so no matter where you're called to, no matter where you serve, you are called to influence people in that place. Because being an influencer starts right where you're at today. That's right. Can you go ahead and write down number two? Being an influencer begins in your home. Being an influencer begins in your home. Mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, guardian, spiritual moms, spiritual dads. The Bible says in Psalms one, uh, 112, verse 1, watch what it says. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generations of the upright will be blessed Wealth and riches will be in his home, and righteousness endures forever. And the Amplify version says it this way. It says, spiritual descendants. Parents, if we want our children to follow after the things of God, it begins with us at home. You know, the other day, we were, I was getting ready, and, and Mila, she came into our bathroom, and as she came in, she heard me just sitting there talking. So she thought, and, and, but I was actually praying. I was having a moment where I was shundying and bought a Kia, should have bought a Hyundai. You know, I'm praying in, in the spirit and, and I'm praying in English and, and she sees me and I'm like, uh, hey, hold on, honey. I took it as a teaching moment. I said, did you see what daddy was doing? And, and she said, yeah, you were talking to yourself. And I said, no, 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 I wasn't. I, I said, daddy was processing things with, with, with God. 
I need, I need to get with him. I need to process my emotions with God as, as, as a man, as, as dad. I, I need to do that because it starts with us. Our children, they are called to be mighty upon this earth right now. Uh, they're called to be blessed and do great things and, and things for the kingdom of God. And it starts with you and I, mom and dad. That's where it starts. Please hear me. What one generation finds optional, the next generation will find unnecessary. There's something about taking your family and, and coming into the house of God and worshiping together. And, 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 and can I just talk for a second? Can I just talk to men for a moment? Because we've got a lot of leaders that are inside our church. We've got a lot of men that are inside our church. It is so important, men, that we come and we worship with our spouse. That we come in and that our kids see us worship God, that we bring our children to church because what one generation finds optional, the next generation is going to find unnecessary. So let me give you an example. If you find church optional, it's church, you know, because the weather's nice outside. It's church because we can't go out on the boat. It's church because there isn't football today. And if you become that person, then your ch children are going to grow up and they're going to think that church is something that, that is unnecessary in my life because my parents didn't prioritize it. We've got to get our families into the things of God, into the house of God, because here's what happens as we go through time. Parents that don't make church a high priority for their families, well, then their kids are going to grow up and make it less of a priority for their kids than their kids grow up and they make it no priority for their children. And then all of a sudden, we have a generation that has no concept of God and the things of God. Priorities today impact generations tomorrow. You are an influencer, and God has called you to influence right now in your sphere. Right now, priorities matter. And you could write down number three as we get ready to close with this. Number three, as an influencer... God has something for you to do. God has something for you to do. Watch what the Bible says in Matthew 10, 7. It says, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Freely we've received, freely give. You and I, we are all called to influence others with the good news of Jesus. So as this school year starts, no matter your age, no matter your vocation, whether at school, at work, or at home, let's use our influence to bring other people hope. And mom and dad, the greatest work that you'll ever do is inside the confines of your own home. That's the greatest work that you and I will ever do. And so guys, let's not wait on this. Let's not just hear a message and say, oh, that was nice. Let's actually do something about this because I don't know about you, but I know that I have been so impacted by God. He's changed my life radically. And every day that I get to spend with him, he shows me more and more grace and he gives me, he has given me so much and so I don't want to keep that to myself. And I encourage you guys to not keep this great and amazing gift that God has given us to ourselves. And so I want to give you guys some homework. I want you to think of at least one person, at least one person that right now you can influence. 
Maybe it is starting at home. Maybe this is something that you haven't prioritized, but God is pulling on your heart right now. And he's saying, I want you to really focus on, on influencing your children. Maybe it's somebody at work. Maybe it's somebody at school. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a family member. I don't know who it is, but don't keep the goodness of God to yourself because God has called you to influence those people around you. And there's people in darkness right now, in bondage, people who are sick, people that need the goodness of God. And you have that answer. And God is calling you today and saying, please influence those around you because you are called to be the light of the world. Don't keep it to yourself. And so we don't influence people to change them because we don't like them or they're flawed or they annoy us or whatever it is. No, we influence them so that we can help them go from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light so that they can walk in that same freedom that we walk in. And so this is something that takes intentionality, something that you want to look for, something that you want to think about. How can I influence those people around us? Because guys, when you influence somebody for eternity, it lasts forever. There's so much temporary stuff that when we pass, it all goes away, but the eternal goes with us forever. And so I just want you guys to remember that you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. This isn't just you going into your workplace. This isn't you just trying to, you know, bring Jesus into your home. No, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that you get to walk with. And remember that you've been called to preach the good news to the poor, that you've been called to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to, to lay hands on the sick and see them healed. You have been called to do all of those things. So don't diminish yourself because you think, oh, I'm not good enough. That's from the enemy. He wants you to think that you don't have the capacity. But right now I'm here to remind you that the Holy Spirit will project and go through you in a greater way than you could ever do yourself. And so rely on him and not on yourself because God is calling you to influence those who are around you today. A few weeks ago, Ben, he was on a mission trip. And so, you know, I was single parenting it and I had the kids at the park and our two oldest, they were playing, and I was sitting at a table with our youngest, Aria, she's six months old, and there's all these people there. And this woman comes up next to me, and she sits by me, and she just starts telling me this, how something terrible just happened to her daughter. Her daughter had just lost a baby, and it wrecked their family. And it was very obvious that this woman was broken, that she was shattered. Her family had been, had been shattered by this and she was just having a really hard time grappling it. And so I, I was just asking the Holy Spirit, like, what do you want me to say? Because what do you say in a moment like that when something so tragic has happened to this precious family? And he gave me John 10, 10. And so as this woman was talking, she brings up God and I could tell that she, she blamed him. And so I looked her in the eyes and I said, did you know that God did not do this to your family? And she kind of went aback. She was shocked. And she said, well, then who did? And I said, in John 10, 10, it says that the thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. But Jesus came so that you could have life and life abundantly. And so what happened to your family was not God because he loves you and he is for you, but there's an enemy out there ready to attack you. And he's the one who attacked your family. And so in that moment, I was able to offer her hope that opened a door for me to talk to her about Jesus. And I was able to give her some resources, but it was in that moment that I was looking, God, how can I be an influencer for you? What can I do for you? Because I have the answer, which is Jesus Christ. And you have that same answer. And so I challenge you today. I challenge you today to go out and be the influencer that God has called you to be. Would you guys bow your heads and pray? 
Father, I just thank you for every individual under the sound of my voice. I thank you that we have all been called to be influencers. I just speak more and more grace over every individual in here. God, that you would just awaken their eyes to those who you have called them to influence, that you would just show them the gifts and the talents and abilities that you've given them. And I just speak more over them, that they would have more talents and more abilities and that you would reawaken some things that are on the inside of them. I thank you, God, for this. And I just pray that you put people along their path that they could influence for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. But before we go on, I wanna make sure that each of you is in relationship with the most influential person there, and that's Jesus. Jesus didn't just come so that we could be in heaven with him for eternity, but he came so that he could be in relationship with you now. Now he offers you healing. He offers you blessing on this earth. He offers you freedom while we are walking this earth because he has more for you. Jesus died on the cross so that he could be in relationship with you. If you were the only person that ever walked this earth, Jesus still would have sacrificed himself so that he could be in relationship with you. And so I wanna make sure that every person has the opportunity to come to know him because the, most, the best way that we can influence others is when we have Jesus living on the inside of us. And so if you wanna give your life to Christ today, I'm gonna to give you that opportunity in a moment. All you do is just speak out with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and, that he's your, and declare that he's your Lord and Savior. And so I wanna give you guys that opportunity at every campus, if you guys could go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. And if you're in here today and you're saying, I don't know if I'm gonna to go to heaven when I leave this earth, I don't have that relationship with Christ, but I wanna have that relationship with him. I want him to influence me. I want him to be my Lord and Savior. If that's you today, and you wanna make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life, on the count of three, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, thank you. Awesome, for everybody who raised their hand, or should have, I want everybody in the room to repeat after me. Say, Father God, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus is the Son of God. He died on the cross for my sins. And Jesus, I receive you now to be my Lord and my Savior. I'm a child of God and I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Come on, can we celebrate? Make a great noise for Jesus. In fact, the Bible says that all of heaven is rejoicing right now. That's awesome. It's incredible. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Victory Family Church. If you enjoyed listening, please take a moment to rate, review, and share. For more resources, including locations and service times, please visit lifeatvictory.com.